0: accomplishment of a lot of firsts for me my first time being in a relationship my first time being married my first time being in love well hopefully the experts
1: hit it
0: <laughs> oh my
1: goodness <laughs> i'm sorry i don't think i can do this i don't want to marry a stranger oh hey what's up guys welcome back to another <laughs> episode of married to reality it is the married at first sight edition I'm your co-host John here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there.
0: Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? I love when you complain in Jewish.
1: <laughs> Can I complain in English and, and say that you you used the wrong word?
0: <laughs> I was gonna say Judaism, but no, I'm still
1: thinking. wrong.
0: You, Hebrew. You would
1: be closer.
0: So so, what, was your, what language was your complaint in? And don't get me wrong. I know what it means. I'm verklempt.
1: I'm I, verklempt over here.
0: I bought you the mug.
1: I'm verklempt over here. Uh, Yiddish. It would be Yiddish.
0: Oh, so it wasn't uh, Judaism. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, do n- I do not. Let's not get it twisted. No, but I'm Schwitzen over here. Uh, I'm pulling my hair out over this season, Therese. And forget the religion. I know that's a whole a whole bag of hammers for some of these couples, but...
0: I feel like I should buy you that mug, too. Which one? Did you say schwitzen?
1: Schwitzen? Huh? I'll get you the Yiddish dictionary.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, we'll, okay. We'll,
1: we'll get you up to speed. Yeah, this season, woo! I mean, they brought they brought Michael back because they wouldn't have a season without him. It wasn't like, you know what, Michael, we feel bad. We fucked up. We want to get you a second chance at love. It was like we're going to have a lot of make-do's for our advertisers if we don't keep this season rolling. So, Michael, would you mind filming another 10 10 episodes?
0: It's wild. I still hope that Becca and Austin make it because they're still in it. They complain of issues.
1: I'm so over them.
0: But they still touchy feelings. I'm
1: over them. It's It's all for show.
0: However, I feel like one more, one more little disagreement on a big thing, that'll, that'll be it. Uh, what's
1: bigger than heaven or hell? This is as big as it gets.
0: I mean, if you believe in that.
1: One of them does, which is the main issue.
0: True, but the other one has an issue with it. If you told me that I may end up in hell, I'd be like, all right, I don't care because I don't believe in I that. I disagree.
1: You you would take me seriously and go, oh, he really is this invested in this belief it would have an impact. You would not be able to just dismiss that comment because. Well, it's I would com- more
0: be concerned about you thinking that I'm a bad person, that exactly. that's where I'm going to end up. Exactly. That's not what she's concerned about. She's concerned that they would get separated no. after that. She said it. No, no, no. That's she what she said. said. It.
1: There's a lot of things being said on this season, on this episode in particular, that are being said for television's sake, deep down. These people are not being completely honest with themselves or with us, and that's what I said two, three, four episodes ago. I said Austin is way more religious than he's letting on, and now it's slowly seeping out and is having a big impact on the relationship.
0: yeah, but he keeps saying, and i I want to believe him, but he keeps saying, "Oh." My church accepts everyone, accepts gay marriage, accepts all kinds of people, and I'm open-minded to other point of views.
1: If they accept the big J, which Becca doesn't.
0: Correct, but I'm saying he said I'm open to other point of views. other ideas. That's what he
1: says on the camera. So that's what I'm saying.
0: Is he saying it for the show or is he really that open? He's
1: saying it for the show. You think so? I know so. I don't want to do the whole segment right now, but I got to get it off my chest. When Becca posed the question, oh, do you think I'm going to go to heaven or hell? Or is it okay if I don't believe? He was noncommittal. He was like, I don't know. I need to think about it. That's a that's a no. That's a you're going to hell. You're not going to heaven. You're not with me. You're with the other. If he felt she was going to heaven, he would have said it. But he doesn't believe it. But he doesn't want to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, so he's like, I don't know, I need to think about it. So he's decided in his mind he just doesn't want to be totally honest on camera. Well, he's
0: trying to make sure that she's not a believer, so as she can can she come with me? Which again, why do you think about stuff like this? Who cares?
1: What do you? Which part? Which part?
0: The heaven and hell? Who cares? Eh, a lot
1: of people care. A lot of people care.
0: It's warm in hell. Uh, it's hot. Yeah,
1: smash like it's hot as hell. I hope that's your smash like it's hot for this episode. Um, it's
0: not, but
1: I I don't ever want to tell someone what to believe, and I would never want someone to tell me what to believe. And for that reason, I'm out. Uh, I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few other sharks left. <laughs> no, for that reason, they're incompatible because one uh, is going to have to tell the other. Here's what you need to believe in order for this relationship to sustain.
0: Of course, they're incompatible.
1: Stick stick to speaking (laughs) Judaism.
0: (laughs) The religion is so big. I see it all the time. The experts didn't do, like, I can see them being matched on other levels. Yes, they get along. Sure. But the religion is too big. And they may overcome it if they both wrap their mind around and kind of like meet each other in the middle. However, once they they start talking about kids, it's going to be the same issue. So I don't know how they're going to overcome it. Either he needs to become less religious or she needs to become more religious.
1: You were the one who said you believed in them.
0: I do. If they can overcome this. Okay. Because right. I do see a potential. I do see them getting along. Their only issue is the freaking religious issue.
1: Big issue. It,
0: it is, but PC thinks that it doesn't matter, that they are a great match on the paper. It's like, bro, I think you must messed up once again. Yeah, once However, again. However, if they meet each other in the middle, I think they can make it past decision day.
1: All right.
0: However, can they make it? Question mark. I don't think so because of kids.
1: All right. We'll we'll talk about it at length in a minute. Before we do, real quick, a little business. We're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. It's important to mention because we're covering a new season over there, a new season of The Single Life. We are one episode in so far, and it is wild. Have you ever heard of Natalie? Have you ever heard of The Woods? If you want to hear our thoughts on Natalie and... Tyree and Debbie and John of John and Patrick. Well, come on over to the Patreon of the Supercast, patreon.com slash MarietheRiotti or Supercast.com. We're talking about it starting at the Cousins Club level. audio, Correct. Audio only. Family affair level. You got video of us doing the podcast. Yeah. And a monthly bonus on the family affair level.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful.
1: Also, check us out on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. We do memes once in a while. We share news updates. But most importantly, that's where you call in. When we say call in, share your thoughts, that's our direct line. So follow us on Instagram at Married pod, and call in over there.
0: Call in, guys. Say and hello. Messages. Say happy new year.
1: Messages. Happy new year, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. Is this our first pod? It is. So
1: first, Matt, it's our first public pod.
0: It is our first public pod. Happy New Year. Well, what say, year is it? 2024.
1: But yeah. I feel like a lot of people probably skip the business, although you shouldn't. So save the Happy New Year for when we come back in to the main show. All right. All right? But Happy New Year to you guys listening right now. All right. So Instagram, Patreon, Supercast. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast for you listening right now. It's so easy to do. Look down. Smash that follow button.
0: Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as,
1: as hell. No, oh.
0: as hot as the beautiful snow horses. Oh, they were very furry, they were snow horses.
1: Very, very swell. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. Hello, sir. So, smash like it's as hot as those horses. And last but snow not least, snow horses, snow horses, snorses,
0: snorses, <laughs> if you will. Uh, <laughs> last but not least,
1: if you haven't left a <laughs> review, please do. You guys know we love, love suckers for a little love and. It's the season still. It's it's man it's a belated it's a belated holiday gift if you could leave us a review.
0: Okay. Okay, okay. No. It's not the season. It's January. It's the Monday of the year. All right. Start But you should still leave us a review.
1: Start the year off right if you can leave us a review. That would be great. Five-star reviews we will read on the Monday podcast and we would be forever grateful. So please forever. if you haven't left the review, please do. All right. That is it. Let's get into this episode. This is Math Stammer. This is season 17. This is episode 11. First and foremost, happy new year.
0: Happy new year.
1: Happy new year. We are glad to kick off the new year with this episode. This is the first free, it's the first public episode of the year.
0: Yes, guys. Happy new year. Just Nino Rock.
1: Shdestni novi rock.
0: Exactly. Nas uh, Exactly.
1: Teresa's not speaking Judaism over there. She's speaking <laughs> Czech.
0: And so are you. And so am
1: I. So let's do it. Let's talk about Emily and Brennan.
0: All right. I'm making some uh, making some pizza. 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 The couple that
1: the couple that cooks <laughs> together stays together is something I always say. Unless you're cooking pizza with pineapple on it, and then I, I like
0: pineapple pizza.
1: Oh, I've honestly never seen you eat it.
0: I honestly don't. But if someone put it in front of me, I would have a, I would have a little bite.
1: Really? That's because you have you disrespect pizza left and right.
0: What are you talking about? I finally admitted that the New Haven style pizza that we had in Connecticut was good because I finally got the toppings that I liked on it.
1: Thank you. New Haven pizza is the best pizza. Uh, I'm not even being subjective. This is objective. Many people have spoken about it, written about it. But,
0: But you know what it is? I said it before. I don't like thin crust. Yeah. I like thick pizza that when I eat it, it's like a sandwich. It doesn't plop down and have all my toppings fall sure, off my pizza.
1: Not everyone has good taste, Teresa. But I'm uh,
0: happy.
1: Uh, uh, I'm uh, happy you could finally agree that New Haven pizza is the best pizza.
0: I didn't say that. I said it's good. I if you put the right toppings. In I,
1: it. I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I haven't done my research to back this up. But whatever, I don't think you could get pineapple pizza in New Haven. I'm just going to say it. Go to Sally's, go to Modern, go to Pepe's, go to bar. I don't think they will put pineapple on pizza.
0: Do they put artichoke on pizza? Probably. Good.
1: Okay. <laughs> Anyways, Emily and Brennan are making making some pies. It's the day after Dr. Pia visited. Emily loved it. She found it valuable.
0: Yeah, I, I really like Emily. When we met her... At the beginning of the season, I thought, oh my gosh, she's going to be annoying, annoying party girl. But I do like her. I think you were
1: projecting. I think you were projecting when you saw her. You're like, oh, look at this girl, drinking all the time, partying. girl." Yeah, you were projecting.
0: Yeah. She (laughs) still is a party girl who drinks all the time. However, she has a nice personality. Her eyes... Woo! Those need some help because she has zero poker face. I hope she does not play poker because... Otherwise, she will never win.
1: Except Brandon doesn't know what those eyes mean, which is ridiculous.
0: He doesn't really look at her. He needs a
1: translator because. I
0: don't think he looks at her.
1: I wouldn't look directly at those eyes either. But when Dr. P was over and she was making the face, Brent's like, oh yeah, that's her thinking face. She's just thinking. It's like, she's thinking you're an asshole. That's what that face her is.
0: Her eyes literally roll and then get out of her head. She's like a little snail. And the eyes just get out and then get back in. Have you ever touched snail's eyes? Uh, no. When I was a kid, it was a big um, big hobby of mine to when it rained. After after the rain, yeah. I went out with my little rain boots and a bucket, mm-hmm. picked up snails, lined them up, and then I was touching their eyes. And I was watching which one really, like, get it in and out the fastest.
1: <laughs> Man, when PlayStation <laughs> gets to the Czech Republic, these kids are, their minds are going to be blown. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Goodbye, snails.
0: I had a great childhood. you never video, done that?
1: Hello, video games. No, I never did.
0: We should do it. I think no, you're missing shouldn't. out.
1: No, we shouldn't. Anyways, <laughs> Emily loved the Dr. Pia visit. Brennan, not so much. He didn't appreciate the homework. There was an exercise, a naked touching exercise.
0: Well, as little of, of clothing as they feel comfortable.
1: Yeah, which is an invitation to have fun. And Brennan doesn't want to have fun. He's like maybe instead we could just like hug more.
0: Well, I like hugging too. Hugging's nice.
1: Naked hugging is even better.
0: Correct. But hugging's nice if you want to be hugged. I don't like when people, random people hug me. I really don't.
1: I'm with you. It took you a long time to it warm did. up. It did. And
0: now I'm, I'm, I hug people and they like try to hug me. I do the hug. Sometimes I do the hugging on my own. We just ran into my friend on the street. I hugged her first. We did? Yeah.
1: Teresa's mouthing her friend's name.
0: Well, we went on the walk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I hugged her I don't really hug people, but I do now, I guess. But if it's someone like I don't want to be hugged, that's not a pleasant hug.
1: I'm with you. So
0: if he doesn't feel it, why would you suggest hugging? Hugging is so awesome. Why would you spoil it?
1: Because I think what Dr. P is trying to accomplish is get out of the friend zone. Get out of this we're just... Two independent people and try to form a connection, try to form a bond and a physical touch could help form that bond. Emily is all all on board and she's into him. I know. I know. Yeah. I don't don't get why he's not into her.
0: I don't know. We
1: have speculations. Our friends have called in. You guys have called in. Everyone's got speculations. I don't know that anyone's come with a hot explanation where I'm like, oh, never thought of that. That's great. But I hope we get it.
0: Someone said that he mentioned on- The partying. Uh, yeah, the partying. You said that too before. Well, I guessed it. I didn't see the after party.
1: I think we're all dancing around the same ideas. I want an out of the box idea. I want like, oh my God, never thought of that. That must be it. Because everything we're saying is not Here's the that. thing. If
0: that's the reason, the partying, that's the dumbest shit ever. Dumbest because reason ever. That's in party. In her past.
1: I don't think it is the reason, because he said the second episode, oh, this is what I always wanted, someone to party yeah. with, someone to bring me out of my shell. Well,
0: someone, one of our friends said that it's because of her in one-night stands. But again, it's in the past. You don't need to talk about it, but if she was sleeping around, she's never been in a relationship, so what? As long as she carries zero diseases.
1: Yeah, plus Here's I don't, my hot take. Oh, here she we go.
0: banged his best friend or, or someone he knows.
1: Uh not a great take um but
0: that's a great take
1: it's not a great take it's something that occurred to Brennan mid honeymoon or late honeymoon it's something that cuz everything was hunky dory until mid to late honeymoon it's something that he realized or something happened or she did mid to late honeymoon correct i don't think he i don't think she banged his best friend on the honeymoon
0: no I think maybe she banged someone he either loves, like a friend, or someone he hates. Because they talked about past relationships. So <sighs> that's, like, that's
1: too easy she's to like, tell.
0: Yeah, I just had a sexual encounter no, with so and so.
1: It's too easy to say. He keeps going on with the defense of, I wouldn't want someone to say this about me, so I'm not going to say this about her.
0: Yeah, That's a good one.
1: It's too easy to be like, well, she slept with my best friend. It's not that. So, I still she think it's farting. Yeah. yeah. All right. Should we move on? Yes. All right. Guess who's back? Back, back again. again. Michael's back.
0: And so is DP, SDP, and PC.
1: They all feel bad about what happened to Michael. I think we all feel bad about yes. what happened to
0: Michael. And DP takes an ownership in a way. Says, I should have seen it coming.
1: Well, it's not Michael's fault. It no, isn't. DP. I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Someone better take ownership for it. And it should be the experts. It's not Michael's fault. It's, I mean, it is the runaway bride's fault. Yeah. But definitely not Michael's fault. Here's what's Michael's fault. Lose the crown. Yeah. L- the crown is like holding on to the wedding ring after the divorce.
0: Yeah. Let it
1: go. It was given to you. I get it. It was a nice gesture. And maybe you're wearing it to try to show that you're you can move forward. But that's from a past relationship. Lose the crown. Pawn it. Move on. Pawn it. Pawn it.
0: You think that plastic can be pawned?
1: Return it to Burger King then. (laughs) Lose the crown.
0: Yeah, he should. Um, It wasn't Michael's fault. Of course it wasn't. It was her fault, but I wish that she had to pay some penalty because you sign up for married at first sight. What do you expect? Eh,
1: I love a loophole. I love, and I'll probably get hate for this. Well, the loophole loophole
0: should be within a week.
1: No, the loophole is you.
0: You don't get all the fun stuff and the and the partying, and then you yeah. get all the dresses, and then you go down the aisle. and You say, "I can't do that." Yeah,
1: that you can't force someone to get married. So that's as far as you can legally True. take it. Like, hey, you have to show up on your wedding day. What you choose to do is up to you. You can't force someone to get married. I kind of I respect the loophole.
0: I mean, correct. I do too. Absolutely. Yeah. You cannot force someone to marry. I'm with you. Right. But I wish people who sign up for this show sign up for the right reasons.
1: Yes. I want to know. She should owe it to us, whether it's in one of those witness protection silhouettes or whatnot. She owes us a 10 to 20 minute one on one interview where she tells us what happened, what went wrong why she changed her mind, when she changed her mind. She doesn't have to reveal herself. Stay in the witness protection silhouette shadow. But give us some answers.
0: Yeah, she should.
1: But she's old news. We might find a new match for Yeah, Michael. so
0: they're, they're asking Michael if he would be willing to do this again. And Michael said it was hard. He felt upset not at first but then he felt upset because it it hit him yeah he was like did she see me and said oh hell no like what was that what happened and yeah. it got to him and of course it did but he said i realized that i'm more ready to be married than i thought i was so yes he's ready again
1: and here's the here's the biggest mistake i think the experts made in this entire season on camera they were like So describe the woman you're looking for. Like, he did a whole questionnaire, went through the whole interview. Like, really? Are you doing this for content's sake? Or are you really like, let's figure out what you want? Because it didn't look good. It didn't look good for the experts to be like, tell us who you're looking for.
0: Yeah. And he's like, an intelligent woman who's also a little silly.
1: Well, sweet and silly. Sweet
0: and silly. My my
1: favorite sauce at Burger King.
0: Not even Burger King. That's what you had for dinner.
1: Sweet and chili sauce.
0: That's what the chicken was uh, dipped in. Oh, yeah, it was a little chicken and a soy sauce dipped in, or like coated in sweet chili sauce.
1: Sweet and sour. Hmm. Sounds like my ex.
0: Ah, oh, just good. kidding. <laughs> Wait, um, you're sweet. No. Who's the hoe? <laughs> what a slut. <laughs> well, she
1: did not speak Judaism. I will tell you that though. Good. So yeah, so, good. So they find out, okay, he wants a silly girl, a sweet girl, an intelligent girl. If you're going to go back and ask questions, so let's double down and make sure, check on religion, check on kids. Thank you. Like, if you really want to do your due diligence, these are the questions. Like, you've now had the luxury of seeing these other couples for a month and see what the issues are that arise. Maybe ask how important is religion? How important are kids?
0: Yes, and I was hoping they would, but they Didn't no. Um, he needs someone who will match his vibe, and I'm not saying he needs someone who is extravagant, dresses like Michael. But I saw a snippet of who he's going to be paired up with. She looks very boring.
1: Wait, you saw her face? Yeah, I missed her face. There was a snippet
0: of her dress shopping.
1: I missed her face.
0: Very not. Michael's
1: style. Interesting. Well, but again, the experts love opposites attract. Uh well, Michael's very exciting and creative and artistic. You know, you know so we pair him with a boring person. You
0: need someone like Becca, someone with yeah. a personality, with a style, her own style, right? Doesn't need to be like Michael, but someone like that, someone a little bolder. I from what I've seen, and again it was two seconds. I don't think that this is going to be the match. He also seems older, but Hmm. then I forget that Michael is a little older.
1: Is he, what is he, 38? I think he's in
0: late 30s. 38,
1: I think. All right. Well, I'm hopeful. I think he deserves love, and I'm going to put my faith in the experts.
0: I do, too. I like Michael. I want to be his friend. All right. We would go shopping.
1: So, Michael gathers his friends, Teresa not included, and they meet at a bar, (laughs) And he's filling them in, telling them what happened with the experts and how they may have a potential new match for him.
0: Friends are skeptical of the experts. And I'm glad they say, they say, oh, they did not do a good job.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I think that's a fair assessment, friends.
0: Yeah, but pretty in pink. Hello. DP rolls in.
1: That's her color.
0: That is her color. She looks better and better. I she's getting think, better, right? I think she's doing Botox.
1: DP looked kind of sexy this episode. I
0: feel like I should start doing Botox. so I can look like DP when I hit her age.
1: I mean, DP is like 30 years older than you, I'm sure.
0: Well, I should start now.
1: DT over here. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty in pink arrives, And Michael, rightfully so, questions like, hey, the method... Didn't really seem to work out last time. Anything different? Did you refresh the Google Doc? What's going on? How are you going to really help me this time?
0: So they did. And not only that, they found him a new match. Whoa. Do you accept Michael?
1: He, he does. He does.
0: He does. And friends are happy for him, which, okay, I get it to a friend, but... Uh, but let's stay on the skeptical side. I hope he goes into this thinking it may or may not happen. No,
1: see, I don't like this. And this is my concern. I don't like this at all, Teresa. What?
0: You, what? I always... This is how I live my life. I always prepare for the worst <laughs> case scenario for anything I do. So if it happens... I don't feel hurt.
1: I don't like that mindset. I would rather be glass half full. I consider myself a realist, not an optimist, but I would rather be glass half full. Here's why I don't like what you're saying.
0: I'm a realist. Okay. I'm a realistic realist. Okay. Double R. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> here's, here's, here's why I don't like this. You're going to have two people going into this relationship that are aware of a couple things. Michael is going to be aware that the first time it didn't work out. And maybe now he's going to be more guarded because of it. He's not going to be as open and Mm -hmm. willing to love as easily as he was a month ago. He also knows this is the second person I'm matched with. So maybe she's not the person I should be with. Why wasn't I matched with her the first Mm -hmm. time? Uh, This lady, whoever she is, that's going to be matched with Michael, knows she's the second in line, yeah. No, she's not the number one choice. And so there's a lot of questioning going on, I'm sure, within this couple that you need to throw it all to the side and just be like, you know what? I'm all in on this. I, I'm putting all my trust in the experts and I'm going to go 100 percent in.
0: Correct. However, he never it's not like they said I do. And then after the ceremony, she freaked out and said, I don't want to do it like Alisa, right? Yeah. She's. Didn't even get there, so I don't even see her as, oh, she's the number one. She's a failure. Who? The runaway bride.
1: I okay, but whoever is getting paired with Michael now knows she's not number one. So wouldn't you go, well, if I'm so great for Michael, why wasn't I number one?
0: Well, correct. but at the same time. I'm sure it comes down to multiple people and they kind of do any, many, mini more. I'm not
1: saying the system is flawed or that she shouldn't have been oh, chosen. Oh, it is flawed. I'm just saying these are going to be nuggets in Michael and his future bride's minds that could cause issues. And so when you're saying like, I don't know, be skeptical. I'm saying try not to be. Try to be as open and as positive and as accepting as you can be of the process because there's enough outward influence that could weigh you down and tear you apart if you start to question, why am I with her now? Why wasn't I with her in the beginning? Oh, he was supposed to be with someone else. Now, There's too much, there's too much baggage already with this couple.
0: All right. I can see your point. But not DP because she's like, oh, hell yes. And she pops the bubbles. Yeah. <laughs> because they need something successful in this season.
1: This is the worst season in history.
0: Uh, okay. I love watching it. It is a bad season.
1: It's a it's bad in terms of love. I love it, but I'm sure the participants don't.
0: It's getting worse and worse. I'm wondering if they're going to continue.
1: I don't see how they can. There's one couple hanging on by a thread. And then hopefully Michael and his new lady come in. But
0: I think they will continue because it's very popular. But they need better screening.
1: Yeah. Something needs to change.
0: Yeah, and they need to, I still believe that they pick some couples truly for entertainment.
1: You're allowed one. You're allowed, out of five couples, you're allowed one TV couple. And then do four who are like, maybe they're boring, but wouldn't it be amazing if this TV show was able to match people for for a happy marriage? Like, that's what it should all be about. That's what it was originally. That's why people fell in love with the show in the first place.
0: Also, not everyone needs to be fabulous. I feel like they always speak decent looking people. Mm. Mm. Like Pair them pair them up based on their religion, what yeah. they want from life, yeah. maybe level of education, what yeah. they do for a living. Pair them up based on that. And then look at if they could be compatible. Like if someone asks for a blonde girl, you're not going to pair them up with someone with black hair, right? Mm-hmm. If that's a thing. But... But there
1: well, that, that, I, that I would push back on. Uh, th- those are the things I would say. Like, you've only dated blondes. Maybe you should try dating a brunette.
0: No, but, but that's, if- not, that's not the thing. Find a blonde that's, that matches what they're asking for, not for what you think they need.
1: Mm, then what's the point of the experts?
0: Oh, the point was that twenty ten seasons ago. At this point, there's no point.
1: You can't just give the people what they want. Otherwise, they should just go to a bar and find their own match. The experts need to come in and use whatever expertise they have.
0: What is that?
1: Well, I think they're trying to create drama, which is the issue. They need to go back to trying to create happy couples.
0: Don't get me wrong. I'm here for the drama. I love the drama, right? Yeah. But look at these couples. Like they could... Austin and Becca could be compatible, but religion is an issue and they should have seen it coming. Brennan and uh, Emily, I don't know what happened, but you po- you you put together a guy who's very serious well, well, that's, a girl who's never been in a relationship. This,
1: this you cannot put on the experts. Emily and Brennan, you can't put on the experts because Brennan's unwilling to tell the experts what the issue is.
0: True, but if let's go with the fact that it's the fact she's spotting and she was drinking a lot before, right? It's not
1: that, but okay, let's go with it.
0: Well, okay. Well, why would you pair up someone who's very serious with someone someone who's so fun? That's what
1: they do. They're like, well, you're boring, so let's pair you with a socialite.
0: Yeah, but they should have paired him up with someone who is fun, but maybe a little laid back fun. He comes from a serious family. He has... Hardworking Russian parents. He wants that wife who's just gonna work and be serious and take care of the family. Emily's living her best life, and there is nothing wrong with that. No. They're a bad match. Bad match. Like I, I feel like I should join Mavs.
1: <laughs> Wait for what?
0: For my, for my tea expertise. Oh, okay,
1: not for I a spouse. I put the tea
0: in the expertise. I
1: love it. Right? If, if Mavs had taglines like Real Housewives, that would be yours. Yeah. Love it. All right. Let's talk about <laughs> one more bad couple. Claire and Cameron.
0: Uh, bad, these guys are killing me. Bad
1: couple, bad date. You're in Colorado. It's clearly winter time. Go to a real ski mountain. Right. I was fired up. I could barely take notes during this segment. I was so fired up. You're cutting out to the sidewalk where Claire is wearing a winter hat and a winter jacket. She's giving her interview. Then you cut back inside and you're skiing down a fake mountain. Go to a real ski mountain.
0: That's horrible. I get it if you're learning how to ski. I don't.
1: It looks harder than learning on a bunny slope.
0: I guess.
1: It looks way harder.
0: I did learn on a bunny slope. Did you? I did too. But I I really progressed fast.
1: I was a pretty fast progressor myself. Yeah. I, end, I ended up teaching Teresa. Ooh, I taught snowboarding.
0: Ooh, I never did, but I'm good.
1: Shout out to Mount Southington. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Here's <laughs> here's my real feeling about this: a ski slope too romantic for them. Think about how romantic yeah. a ski... Nothing is more romantic than a ski slope. You're, <laughs> you're, it was you're,
0: our first trip. It was
1: our first... You're, you're, you're spending the afternoon. You're skiing. Maybe it's snowing a little bit. You're all bundled up. You go inside the lodge. There's a fire. You have a hot cocoa. A ski slope is so romantic. This is the opposite of romantic. This is don't where fr- like
0: hot cocoa. This is
1: where friends go.
0: I guess.
1: This is where friends go, and that's why it bothered me. If you're really trying to spark some romance... Go to the bunny slope.
0: True. I'm with you. I love snowboarding and skiing and winter. Living in Florida already does it for me. Yeah. But yeah, I'm very disappointed in Claire and Cameron because I thought they will be a good couple. I thought they paired up well. They're both very smart. They're both decent looking, right? So it's like they have that. They seem to hit it off. During the wedding. I don't know what happened to them.
1: They both got into their heads. Cameron more than anyone. And for some reason, Cameron's so scared to get hurt, it seems like.
0: But he he w- was into her. He said, I would like to get more cozy with my I know. wife. She wasn't. I know. And now she's almost taking it back, saying, oh, I'm sorry, I should have been more open.
1: But he's unwilling to try. If, if we are to believe that he is or wasn't a Claire, he was so scared to try and invest himself and get hurt that he was like, well, we shouldn't even be together. Because God forbid one of us tried and got hurt. That would be the worst thing. So let's just not try.
0: Well, here's what I'm curious about. Okay. They're not really making it and they might call it quits. They are still appearing in all the previews of the decision day. So are they going to call <laughs>
1: There'd it be no episodes if they didn't appear. Ab- There's no one to film. Sure. They have to.
0: All right. So indoor skiing. they're chatting after. And and Cameron's like, "Uh, oh, we're having fun. And Claire's like, yeah, but it's it's weird. We have a platonic marriage.
1: That's a friend zone.
0: It is a friend zone. And they... Claire literally says, ah, oh, he's like my best friend. I don't know what I would do if I don't see him every day. But I think I've never experienced it. But I do believe that friendship can grow.
1: I think and so. And I think so.
0: I do think so too. I think doing it the other way around is easier. If you find the right person and you fell in love and become besties at the same time, mm-hmm. like you and I, mm-hmm. best friends for life. Sure. Then I think the that's FFLs. the easier way. Right, But I believe that best friends or friends can fall in love. They're just giving up too fast.
1: Yeah, I don't love their approach. First and foremost, because this is an eight-week experiment. At least put in the eight weeks. you, You got this far. You said I do at the altar. At least put in the eight weeks. And then on decision day, decide. So many couples this season are deciding prematurely. That's yeah. not the experiment. Put in the work. Go to a ski slope. Sip a hot cocoa by a real fire, and then see if there's a spark.
0: Sip on hot toddy by the real fire. Who drinks hot... hot cocoa? Ooh,
1: a little Swiss miss.
0: You like hot cocoa? Not
1: anymore, but I grew up on that stuff.
0: Oh, it's so bad for you. It's terrible. It's horrible. Just so drink a nice warm milk.
1: Okay. Oh. okay. <laughs> Calcium.
0: So, Calcium.
1: So, I mean, they're doomed, but... What else is?
0: They are, and I'm I'm sad about it.
1: They are, they are doomed, but they're not alone because our next couple, Becca and Austin, well, they're also doomed.
0: Not fully just yet. But I'm still, I'm still. There's still all these couples are going down, but I think they still have little floaties, and I think one floaty popped, so they're like floating with one arm.
1: It's going in circles.
0: But. <laughs> But I, they still have a little chance if they can meet in the middle. That's literally compromise. One of our C's. One of the big But if C's? they can't, then they will not make it.
1: So, obviously, they were talking about religion. It got real. It got maybe a little too real. Becca's crying. PC to the rescue. They call the pastor in.
0: Yeah, and... Here's the interesting thing to me, okay? So they got into a fight over religion, right? Was it call a fight? It, I don't
1: know if I want to label it, it a fight. It wasn't because they're like
0: robbing each other. A disagreement. And, and, and petting each other.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, disagreement. I don't want to call it a fight.
0: Disagreement.
1: Disagreement. Yeah. 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 So
0: as you said, PC to the rescue. And he's happy that they called him because PC says, all right, Neither of us died before. Well, what
1: was the issue? Let's, let's talk about the issue.
0: Heaven here. and hell.
1: Heaven and hell. Does it doesn't exist? Who's going where? Is it a one way ticket? Is it a buy one, get one? Is it a round trip? Is it a multi city? Who's going where? Are we going together?
0: Okay. 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 What do you believe in?
1: I don't believe in anything when yeah. it comes to the afterlife. Now, you know, you know, I'm agnostic. I stand by that. I'm with Becca on this where I say, I don't know what's out there. But if I had to put my money on it, I would say I don't think there's a heaven or a hell. And uh, honestly, a lot of people find comfort in that idea. To me, that keeps me up at night because then I'm going like, what is it? Who's there? What am I going to do forever? Really? That seems exhausting. So it's just easier (laughs) for me to be like. I don't know. I'll deal with this life. And afterwards, we'll see what happens.
0: I think for someone like me who is an atheist, I obviously don't believe in anything. I don't think there is anything. But then it makes me, I get get anxious when I think about it. So I like to picture a parallel universe. Oh, boy. Which is the same, just a little more um, faded in color. Okay. <laughs> and that's where you go.
1: Why would you want that?
0: So you can keep on living.
1: Why would you want that though? Make it make sense. Who's there? So, who's so, there? Just so, I, just so
0: I don't feel frustrated. But you know of, what? Of, you know what it will frustrate me, frustrates me for someone who's who doesn't believe? And I think a lot of people who don't believe struggle with this. That it's all of a sudden it's nothing.
1: Yeah. What's more peaceful than that? To know that, like, you put in a good day's work, you punch the card, you go home, and you go to sleep. Like, what's more peaceful than that? You don't have to deal with anything afterwards.
0: No, I I picture just alive. You don't have to worry. You just, like, kind of just but chill. But that's
1: exhausting. It's forever? Not. You're going to do that forever? Yeah. That's a, and then you don't age or you do age? You don't. And who's there? And Everyone. Ab- and you're just there at the age that you died at? Yeah. And why is the color? Sometimes I
0: like to think you go back to being young.
1: No, I don't. This no, it's too complicated. (laughs) This literally—if this was the reality—this would keep me up at night. I'd be like, "How do I prepare for this? What do I pack?"
0: Well, this is this is the only reason why I feel this way is because I sometimes believe in ghosts.
1: I I I, I do too.
0: So that's why I'm saying a parallel universe. Because how else would there be around?
1: Because a ghost is just energy. If a ghost is to exist, that's just energy.
0: No, it's a part of (laughs) our universe. Okay.
1: Let's move on.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Let's move on.
1: Basically, Austin doesn't think Becca can go to heaven. This is heartbreaking.
0: Because she doesn't believe in the Gs.
1: She doesn't believe in the big J. And this is heartbreaking to her. Understandably, your partner, your partner for life, your spouse, your husband thinks you're going to hell. That's kind of hard to swallow. It
0: is. But at the same time, if you're if you're not a believer, why do you care?
1: Because you know what the other person is envisioning. So you don't have to believe it. But even if you're not a bad person, if you hear that someone <laughs> thinks you're a bad person, you'll be mad at that. Why do you think I'm a bad person? Now you're mad at that person.
0: Okay. You know how I always tell you that Czechs, we love our fairy tales, right? Yes. We watch them over Christmas. We love, we have a lot of Czech fairy tales. I sometimes put them on on YouTube when I get homesick. That is always the idea of hell. It's always a king and a queen and a prince and a princess and a couple of devils and a couple of angels here and there and some hell, right? Yeah. It's always just people chilling in big barrels that are being set on fire just in a big bubble bath. Yeah. That's how I picture it. doesn't look that bad.
1: And that's what it is because it's living people's idea of something they've never experienced. There'd be no way for someone on this earth presently to know what the afterlife is like. So it's just people living going, this is maybe what it's like. There's no way to know. No, one, no one's ever come back and told us what it's like. True.
0: So. I'll be honest, right? And I don't want to get political and I'm not planning on, but- What's happening in the world, in different parts of the world nowadays, that's a fucking hell. Yeah. What's happening in America at times, it's a, it's, that's a hell. What can be worse than that? If I'm going to sit in a big jar of a bubbly water with a neighbor next to me so we can chat forever, why not? That's, that's how I picture it because of the chick fairy tales.
1: Yeah, that sounds like hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what it. I'm saying, right?
1: Uh, no, I don't, actually.
0: I have to show you some stuff.
1: Uh, I, if you just sit in a... Uh, it sounds like, I don't know, like a stew? It's, a, like, it's a like a bubble stew?
0: bath. But in like a that's big barrel... That's What's happening? What's happening? like a big barrel that's on fire, there's fire and like little devils running around that keep like lighting it up. Mm-hmm. But you sit around other bad people, you keep chatting.
1: It's a cartoon. If It's not a
0: cartoon, it's Czech fairy tales.
1: It's a fairy tale. If If... Life is not a fairy tale. Why would the afterlife be a fairy tale? We go and we we do caricatures and we, car- we create all these fictional things for the afterlife, but the current life is not like that. So why would all of a sudden we just become fairy tales?
0: Why not? What exactly. else is out there?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Nothing! That's my point.
0: Anyways. You see, so Becca is concerned that if Austin was paired up with a Christian woman. He would have been better off.
1: She's right and she's wrong. They wouldn't have this issue, but there would be other issues. So,
0: true, but I wish that I wish he either told them that he is keen on religion or if that if that's what he said, he paired him up with someone who is a little believer.
1: Yeah, I don't think Austin's being truthful. That's, I've said it for the last 10 episodes. He's not being truthful. He's, he's more religious than he's willing to admit. Whether that means willing to admit to himself, willing to admit to Becca, or willing to admit to the world, he's more religious than he's willing to admit. And, that, and, and not being truthful causes problems. And but we're maybe he's not right being here.
0: truthful to himself either.
1: Uh, very fair. Exactly. Maybe right.
0: maybe when he was filling up the questionnaire he said to himself, "Uh, I just want to find love, so it's fine if she doesn't believe, we'll deal with it."
1: And there's so many people who are religious because that's the way they were raised. That's they they don't want to disappoint their parents, their family, and so they act religious, but they're not. Maybe Austin wanted to be paired with someone who wasn't religious to kind of Move him away from that. Mm. But he's he's struggling to to separate.
0: We'll see. All
1: right. We will see. I think this is a good place to take a break. When we come back. Oh, say it ain't so. Ryan is still kicking around this episode this season. but
0: I have a feeling they're going to try it again. Oh,
1: please don't. Well, let's take a quick break. And we'll be back in a second. And we're back.
0: Hello, Jonathan.
1: Hello, Theresa. How are you?
0: I'm good, but I'm with you. Oh, Ryan. Oh, go home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ryan. Oh, no. no. Every time I see him, I'm like, why? If right? you want, If you wanted to still be on this season, maybe you shouldn't have given up.
0: And someone like him should not give an advice to anyone.
1: This is the... Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. Should we start? Because Orion and Cameron talk and... Lauren and Claire talk.
0: Yeah. Orion thinks he's the O, but he's not.
1: Dr. Orion. Yeah. <laughs> he's do <doomed> not. <laughs> talk to anyone about relationships. Yeah. So Cameron's saying he is attracted to Claire. He values her. He did have feelings for her. So it
0: kind of flip flops back and forth. So Claire is telling Lauren, well, I don't I don't think he's attracted to me, and it's in my head, and I've been thinking about it this whole time. Cameron's telling Orion, I am attracted to her. I have been, I tried, but sh- she's really not giving me any, any clear signs. Like one day it seems like she doesn't want to be with me. And then she says things and I'm like, oh, she, so you do want me. Like when she says, oh, I like having you around.
1: Yeah. Orion gives the worst advice.
0: Okay. Ever. Orion says the worst thing ever because he's like, E you should advocate for yourself more because uh, I wish uh, I was advocating for myself more. Are you uh, fucking kidding me you moron? Uh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I literally wrote down, Orion is the opposite of an expert, he's a moron. He, <laughs> his advice was he's like, I don't want you to get hurt so don't get reeled back in. Don't catch me. It's like, dude, that's the name of the game. That's what you signed up for. You threw in the towel. You gave up. You were scared, but don't try to influence someone else who actually may have a shot at happiness. Yeah. It's called being vulnerable. Teresa, yeah. you ever hear that word before?
0: Yeah, but I don't want to say it. Say it. Vulnerable.
1: Teresa was vulnerable in that moment right there saying it. You got to be vulnerable and maybe you'll find love. And Orion's like, don't do it. You might get hurt. You know what? You might get hurt. You also might find the woman of your dreams. Correct. Terrible so, advice, Orion.
0: yeah, and Freaking camera, he's like, all right, well, I have to think about it now. I have to think about it. Maybe I do need to advocate for myself. Dude, like, ah. like yes, you should stand up for who you are, what you want, 100%. But don't take any <laughs> advice no. from freaking o. Orion.
1: Yeah, please don't. And then just, yeah, with Lauren and Claire, she was basically saying the opposite which is don't give up, Yeah. don't have what-ifs, just try. And it's the name of the game. It's eight weeks. Can you not try for eight weeks? If yeah, after you guys eight, are
0: halfway in. You're
1: halfway there living on a prayer. If after eight <laughs> weeks it doesn't work, all right, then you say no. But at least you gave the old college try.
0: Yeah, speaking of halfway there, it's the one anniversary. Everyone's celebrating, but... Cameron and Claire
1: <laughs> yeah uh, I think Cameron went biking with an old friend of his yeah but
0: when I say everyone I just mean the two leftover couples that's right yeah so Becca and Austin are going ice skating which I I like that ice skating rink. I always feel like when you go to an arena I'm like why is there the middle
1: there's a lot of nonsense happening in the what middle nonsense La- in there's the always middle. one girl practicing her figure skating <laughs> it's a- <laughs> What of nonsense! It's so true. What of nonsense happening He's in the middle of the ice Always
0: or people cutting.
1: Or people, yes. Give me a nice track, like a, yeah. like a high school track that's iced over. This was beautiful. Didn't love Becca's like kickboard or walk walk. Especially because
0: she was able to skate. She didn't skate. seem like a a total beginner.
1: No, she knew what she was doing. Austin definitely knew what he was doing.
0: Yeah, I I don't like pink. But it looked good on her. Like her pink fluffy coat oh, with her know. pink okay. hair. I didn't
1: know we were doing office segments. So I, I thought you were talking about like razor glass. She's a
0: like, style, so I comment on it.
1: Okay. So they, they skated and this is romantic. This is a romantic date.
0: Yeah. And after a skating, they're doing smorfs.
1: Shout out to smorfs.
0: I don't even know what the real thing is. S'mores. Yeah, yeah smorfs. I, I love and I... I don't often laugh at myself. I don't often watch the snippets that John posts online because it gives me anxiety just seeing myself. Uh-huh. But the one you posted about me and my confidence when I talked about Smurfs—so
1: much confidence—that's
0: my favorite thing ever.
1: I don't even know what show we were talking about at that point. I don't know. But you're like Smurfs. I was like, "What did you say?" <laughs> Smurfs.
0: You're like S M O R F. Smurfs.
1: You learn something new every day on this podcast.
0: Yeah, but this was romantic, doing ice skating, doing s'mores, being cozy.
1: Yeah, they they were sitting there and Austin kind of launched into like a Vows 2.0. I thought he was going to say he loved her here. And
0: that's why I'm saying... I do see something in there. I think they have a nice connection. They have a nice attraction. They're building something. They have a big roadblock.
1: Big roadblock.
0: Will they overcome it?
1: Yeah.
0: We'll see. Yeah. But you see them like this, both of them, and you think, oh, they're a nice couple. They have fun together.
1: When they're not talking about religion.
0: Yeah. Again, all is well. All I'm saying, if they can overcome that or- Develop some new issues. I think that would literally ruin them, but yeah. we'll see.
1: I really liked what Austin said. We, we've heard and we've said, and we've learned. It's hard to say, I love you to people when you're in a new relationship and, and people skirt the issue, come up with their own words, their own phrases, their own sayings. This is the first time I've heard someone say, I love liking you. Which I thought was clever. I like that Austin said, I love liking you.
0: Oh, I didn't see, I didn't hear it. Yeah.
1: I was like, that's fun.
0: Yeah. So, okay.
1: Then New Day, we have Austin FaceTiming his friend, Lindsay,
0: And here's what I'm saying he's trying, because he's trying to make sense of his religious beliefs. Okay. He's trying to find a loophole for him to believe that Becca will not go to hell because she is a good person. And just because she doesn't believe doesn't mean she needs to go to hell. And she he calls his religious friend, Lindsay, who has a little different point of view. And thank you, Lindsay.
1: I liked what she said. As someone who doesn't necessarily believe in heaven or hell, I did like how she said, I think what it is is a separation from God for, for people who lived a bad life well they'll be separate from god in the afterlife and for people who lived a good life they'll be closer to god in the afterlife and that's something i can wrap my and he liked it
0: and he he, He,
1: she did Lindsay did more than pastor cal did true
0: but he said i i want to believe that you know i know becca's a good person so thank you For saying this. And then he said, I have an open mind. I'm open to hearing other perspectives and kind of trying to figure things out.
1: Yes. So then we move on back to Emily and Brynn, and it's their one month anniversary.
0: Yes. And they're doing the snow horses.
1: We meet Leaf and Gucci, his horse friends. Yeah, a bunch of swell sirs.
0: Swell sirs. I hate the name Gucci on a I horse. I hate the
1: name Gucci on most I, things, even I on clothing.
0: I, I don't mind it on clothing because that's the brand. But it's been ha- co-opted.
1: It's been. I, I don't like when people, oh, that's Gucci. It's been co-opted where it no longer means what true. it means.
0: True. I've known this one Czech guy in New York, and he was trying to be posh, but he wasn't. But he and his wife, they had a dog, like two dogs named Gucci Ugh. and like a Louis Vuitton. Or uh, whatever other brand. I'm they like, should have
1: had two dogs, Louis and Vatan. That's a good one.
0: Yeah. Call th- me if
1: you guys need dog <laughs> names, please. Before you name your dog Gucci, just call me.
0: <laughs> but it's like I'm like, oh, that's just you're just trying so hard.
1: Yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. Couldn't afford the car. Name my daughter Alexis. What? Moving on. Oh.
0: Uh oh, oh I, I got it.
1: They do. <laughs> they do, yeah.
0: I'm just gonna say the best horse name ever is
1: Vegas? Oh, Tommy.
0: It's Tommy. That yeah, it was my horse. <laughs> yeah. In Vegas. Vegas was my horse. It was it was a mule. It was. It's not a bad name.
1: Don't sell yourself short.
0: No, but I really wanted Tommy. They almost Tommy. gave you beautiful.
1: They almost gave you beautiful. Yes. And then they ripped beautiful away from you and gave you Vegas.
0: Vegas was a baby.
1: And I got Thomas. I Tommy. really wanted I Tommy. called Thomas. I almost called him his. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted thing. Tommy. Yeah, Tommy's a baby.
0: Yeah, Tommy was a nice horse.
1: Anyways, <laughs> they horseback ride through the snow-covered mountains. This is romantic.
0: Yeah, for who? Brandon and Gucci?
1: Yeah, they were bonding. They even ben trotted. Loved Gucci. We didn't trot. We didn't get the to trot. Too hot to trot.
0: Yeah.
1: We were taking it easy, taking it slow.
0: I was well. My ha, ho- my horse by my, my mule was <laughs> exactly. running a little bit because he loved all the snacks. He would
1: see a snack. She would see a snack. Run. I
0: was nervous. Yeah.
1: So, I think we got a little foreshadowing during this segment because maybe I misheard, but I thought Emily said, "Oh, we should do something more adrenaline induced." She did. Right. Didn't we see a preview where she, like, wrecks an ATV later yeah. in this? Yeah. Yeah. So, a little foreshadowing there. But then, this is
0: so nice. I would love to do that. I'd love to do it. Yeah. I'd
1: love to do it. So, then they go for dinner and drinks. Emily's feeling good. Feels like the week couldn't have been any better. Brennan moved in, which yeah. is big. He they're says,
0: sharing a bed. Sharing a
1: bed. So, that's big news. And he goes, in the past... I would have ran from a red flag.
0: And Emily says, am I a red flag? And he says, yes.
1: This is so telling and at the same time not telling me enough. The fact that he's saying red flag, I'm like, what is the red flag? She's not a red flag. Something she's doing is a red flag. Tell us what it is. If I were Emily, here's what I would do. And she would, I think, agree and like this plan. Get a couple bottles of liquor. Get Brendan's favorite bottles of liquor.
0: Ooh.
1: Get him real drunk. Get him real liquored up. And then ask him, what is the issue? What don't you like about me? What are you unattracted to? A little truth serum.
0: I agree. I mean, when you get drunk, you spill the beans.
1: I think so. Especially off camera. Yeah, get a little loose and just ask him. Oh, yeah. I think it's a good plan.
0: I think it's a good plan, too. She might even know by now.
1: She might, she might know by now.
0: I wish we knew. We'll find out. We'll find out. So, like, this dinner literally went from nice to ew. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Not, a, <laughs> not, 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 not the anniversary dinner we all expected. No,
1: it, it wasn't great. And then Claire and Cameron. So, as we said, there was it was a anniversary for them. There was no month anniversary. They were not celebrating together. We see Claire at home. She got a message from Cameron, who clearly took Orion's shitty advice and was like, I'm not coming home. I'm, I'm tapping out. I'm scared. I'm scared to get hurt. So I'm just going gonna, gonna to stay away. It's ridiculous. He's scared to get hurt. So he's going he's gonna to pull this shit. But he's not scared to hurt Claire. It's very selfish. I don't want to get hurt, so this is what I'm gonna do. I don't care how you feel or what you're gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do because I'm scared to get hurt.
0: Well, sh- to her, to his defense, she keeps saying that she wasn't sure how she feels. She wasn't sure if this is right. She didn't want to get close, and I get it. Maybe he was getting attached and realized that she will not. She will never. So she's backing down.
1: Four more weeks.
0: Uh, listen, I'm with you on the four more weeks, but I can understand how someone can feel hurt. If one person is in the relationship more than the other.
1: We've it, seen it time and time again. Shout out to Jamie and Doug. where.
0: But they, they, they picked it up on the honeymoon. They went from maybe. bad start to getting very close and cozy. This is, this is the opposite. They all are going down the hill. Yeah.
1: The indoor hill.
0: Yeah. yeah. They all went up right away. Now everyone's going down. Yeah.
1: All right. Group dinner.
0: One, one month anniversary group dinner.
1: Finally. An event that Orion wasn't invited to.
0: And finally, Becca's doing a tequila shot.
1: It looked like she was drinking some liquor, right? Yeah. Good for her. Good for her. And maybe she got some liquid courage because she throws out some questions. She starts oh, with yeah. the interrogations. If you could go back in time and give yourself advice, what would it be?
0: Ride the wave, Emily says Emily.
1: Ride the wave. But be,
0: you are.
1: Be prepared for the ripples.
0: Yeah, but I feel like she is riding the wave.
1: She's trying her best. Yeah. She's trying her best. She's riding the bus. There's nothing else. It goes to Brennan next because we're just going to go around the horn. And Brennan's like, nah, you you go, Cameron. Which is, he's so disconnected, it's infuriating. So
0: disconnected. Even
1: look at what he's wearing. Everyone at that dinner is dressed like it's prom or dressed like it's the rehearsal dinner. He was wearing a hoodie and a t-shirt.
0: Yeah, I I have to give Emma a shit for her dress. That was a bad look on her.
1: I honestly don't remember what anyone wore except for Brennan because he was wearing a hoodie from Pacific Sunwear.
0: Well, Becca looked really good. Nice dress. Okay. Claire looked nice too, but yeah. We cannot really judge someone's fashion. Oh, I can. can. Oh, I absolutely
1: can. This This is an outward show of how... Not serious. You're taking this.
0: That's a good point.
1: Everyone is wearing a button down, a dress, sure. a blade. You're showing up in a hoodie? You're you see, che- I missed it. You're, ch- you're checked out, man. It's bullshit. I missed it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So he was like, I don't know, Cameron, you go. And Cameron says, well, no matter how hard you think it's going to be, it's going to be harder. Claire says, prepare to be confused. Austin says, get in tune with your emotional side. And then Emily goes, what are you guys most nervous about for the next month? And again, Cameron is worried about the fallout. He's, let me quote my friend John Mayer, if I may.
0: You may-er. Oh, Hmm. look at you.
1: (laughs) So one of the things he said wasn't in a recorded Song, but he, I think he did it in a live performance. He broke down the song and he said, Don't be scared about next Tuesday because Tuesday hasn't happened yet.
0: Was it in the acoustic show we went to?
1: No, Mm. it's from it. Is from (laughs) it's there's a he did a live series of recordings called As Is, and he would 10 15 years ago record these shows, put them out as Mm. like one offs. And, And in one song, I think maybe my stupid mouth. I think he said, he said, don't be scared about next Tuesday because Tuesday hasn't happened yet. And it always stuck with me. Like, how many times do you sit there and you're, you're freaking out? You're, you have this feeling like, why am I, I feel uneasy. Why am I uneasy? You can't even remember why you're uneasy. You just have this uneasy feeling. Cameron's living, thinking about Tuesday. Tuesday hasn't happened yet. Don't worry about it. like. Live in the present. Maybe you can make something out of it. You can you can turn this thing around. You're already thinking about D-Day and that it's going to be a divorce.
0: True. I get it. But I also think that if you know that something's bad about to happen, if you are in control of that, you'll feel better. I don't know if that makes any it, sense.
1: It's, it's sort of the easy way out to be like, well, I'm going to take this last bit of control and just end it it's the easy way out it's maybe not the best way out because maybe they could salvage it and be happy together
0: they could but uh, but but this is not just Cameron doing like she feels the same and she 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 hasn't really tried i mean she's they've tried to be friends but when it comes to any relationship stuff being a little more touchy feely even hold hands like she didn't try any of that and she owns up to that she said I know I was confusing. I kept saying, yes, no, yes, no. I don't know what I want. Yeah, and it gets, I can see how that gets old. Yeah, because Cameron stinks.
1: No, he doesn't. He stinks.
0: He actually doesn't.
1: I was reminded once again how much he stinks. Well, first of all, he does this whole like, all right, on the count of three, let's say if we want to divorce or if we want to stay together, which is ridiculous to do this in front of everyone. Yeah, okay? but I'm it's pretty dumb.
0: sure he knew that they both will say divorce. Okay, well, that's
1: dumb. To, to make a game show out of it. They do it. They both say separate. Okay. Then he goes, a few years ago, I had a choice when I put my dog down, whether I'd put her down right away or wait a few days. Well, I'd never take those days back. And I never take these days back. You just compared your wife to a dog, Cameron.
0: Well, well you, you love your pets.
1: If you compared me to your dog, I, I would have be, a dog, I would be very offended.
0: I don't think that's what he meant.
1: That's what he said. I don't care what he meant. That's what well, he said.
0: He, he didn't Cameron compare steaks. her to a dog. He compared waiting for something <laughs> bad that's going to happen. Why would you put it off for a few days if you know it's going to happen?
1: No, he said he did put it off for a few days so he could enjoy the time with his dog. And now he's happy that he's enjoying the time with Cameron for the, or for Claire for a few days.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, he's comparing... He's saying, oh, this is the same thing. He's comparing the timeline. A few more days with my dog.
0: The timeline, not the dog.
1: Okay. You're such a Cameron apologist.
0: Well, I am because I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he tried,
1: but... No, if he tried, he would stick it out for four more weeks. And
0: I think he will. I don't think they will get a divorce. I think they're getting separated.
1: That's ridiculous.
0: It is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong. This... This map They should has- put this
1: season down. They, 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 someone called the vet and put this season down.
0: But I still like watching. Oh, I do too. <laughs> you see? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm a sucker for this shit. So then it goes to Emily and Brennan. Claire asks them, do you guys see a future? And they're both just sitting there in silence. And Emily's like, well, uh, okay, Brennan, you answer. And he goes, we're taking it day by day. And Emily just about shot lasers out of her eyeballs when he her said that. Her
0: eyes are rolling so hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's pretty astonishing that he cannot read that face.
0: Yeah. But I think she's so fed up that she excuses herself. And Brandon's like, I'll go with you. She's like, nope. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. But Claire follows her as the therapist that she is. Yeah. And they keep talking and Emily tells her, I'm so frustrated with him.
1: All of these people are trying to get the other people to get divorced. Like, Orion was trying to break up Claire and Cameron. Now Claire's trying to break up Emily and Brennan.
0: Yeah. But and- then it, this, this turns into a high school dance because Emily gets upset as she leaves. Claire goes to Brett, no, Brennan, mm-hmm. and says... Hey, like she likes you a lot. Like she likes you. Like you should go and follow her. Go and see what's going on. Where are we? What is this? Denver High?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's Denver High. It's ridiculous. Is but that- he does
0: follow her and they ended up chatting in a van. It's ridiculous. Like a mini minivan. I don't know who owns it.
1: I know, it must have been production or something, because everyone else went home in a party bus. Yeah. And On the way home, Cameron was like, yeah, I'm going to go back and live in Boulder. And Claire's like, I'm going to go to my house.
0: He lives in Boulder?
1: He lives in Boulder. Nice. And then Claire and Cameron go to their apartment. And when they get there, they are greeted by their anniversary gift. It's their vows and their photo album. And
0: And I thought this is going to make them reconcile. I thought this
1: was the happy ending, the the rom-com, the cheesy moment where it's like, well, what are we doing? Look at how much we love each other. Not really.
0: No, they love it, but they ultimately decide that this is it.
1: I don't understand how they're gonna possibly squeeze another ten episodes out of this season.
0: They won't.
1: They oh, have it's to.
0: gonna be Michael Show. The Michael show. They
1: have to. Michael Scott Paper Company. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta do something. I don't know. It's wild. But what a season.
0: What a season! What hope, an episode! Hope
1: you guys are enjoying it as much as we are.
0: We, I love it. The guilt, like the guilty pleasure, me loves it. The realistic me says this season stinks. As
1: someone who loves love, I love love. I can't stand this season. As someone who just really appreciates reality television, I get so excited on Wednesdays because I'm like. What's gonna happen now? Yeah. What, where where are we going next? Yeah. Who's gonna break up next? How's this gonna end? What's the next twist? It's been it's been unlike any season. Yeah. Wild.
0: Wild. Nashville was boring as hell.
1: Eh, so. we had Hank the dog.
0: Yeah. Well, a dog can hold thirty nine episodes.
1: Thirty eight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the episode. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys want to hear us talk about the new season of The Single Life, you can do that on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Marietheeriality. Join us on the Cousins Club or Family Affair level. Also, make sure you're following us on Instagram at Pod. Call in. Let us know how you're feeling about this season. Also, make sure you're following us wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's so easy to do. Look down and smash that follow button.
0: Yes. Guys. Smash it like it's as hard as hell.
1: Dang. <laughs> Aggressive.
0: <laughs> you really, you really asked for I, it. I, I got it. You really asked for it. I got in your
1: head. All right. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do a belated holiday gift, if you will.
0: A January gift. A new year gift.
1: A January. Yeah, a new year.
0: It's past the every year. December 26th done. I'm done. I don't want to hear a single Christmas song. Wow. I'm done for the year. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright. Well, I think you still yeah. leave a review.
0: <laughs> Please do. Oh, leave- totally leave a review. I'm just sharing how I feel.
1: If you leave a five star review, we'll read it on the Monday podcast. Yes. Alright, there it is. Thank you guys for listening. I've said it all.
0: I've said it all.
1: You sure have. I mean, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.